Morning, welcome to Ainsley News. It's Thursday the 25th of February. Big news last night, the Aussie dollar kissed 80 cents. What comes next? Last night saw a rebound on Wall Street despite falls on opening after the Fed doubled down on its dovish jawboning. That saw a reprieve in bond yields, shares up, gold down, and further strengthening in silver and platinum on the reflation trade. It also, of course, saw the US dollar down and the AUD firming to kiss 80 cents, taking away some of those USD gains in silver and platinum and worsening the fall in gold. Despite the fall, gold regained to finish above the USD 1800 mark, which was very encouraging. Doubling down on yesterday, the Fed chair reiterated the US economy is a long way off, stating there is a long way to go to maximum employment. And despite all the obvious risks, risks of overshoot, that inflation is a long way off. To it, we live in a time where there is significant disinflationary pressures around the world and where essentially all major advanced economies central banks have struggled to get to 2%. We believe we can do it. We believe we will do it. It may take more than three years, but we'll update every quarter. We'll update the side of that assessment and we'll see how it goes. That from the Fed. In our usual bad news is good news financial markets response, shares of course surged on the news. Let's not worry about what this means to fundamentals. What it means is more free money from the Fed. Giddy up, what could possibly go wrong? But coming back to that AUD breach of 80 cents, that hasn't happened since 2018, and then only fleetingly. We have to go back to the post-GFC period at the end of 2014 on the journey that took it up to $1.10, and then back down below 70 cents for any sustained price above 80 cents. Here's a chart here showing that muscular currency. Aussie tops its 75.9 cent average, even as the RBA restrains yields. In the source article for that chart we've just shown in Bloomberg, Westpac's Sean Callow said, the conversation around the Aussie changes when you leave the 70 cent point. The RBA might be dismayed at the breakout of 80 cents, but given the commodity price backing is so strong, they should take some comfort that the Aussie dollar doesn't seem overvalued. It's a headwind, but they saw worse in 2011-2012. Macro business's chief strategist David Lewin-Smith begs to differ with all this, she'll be right, attitude of Callow's. The RBA has been very explicit about why it has renovated its entire monetary policy framework. Its inflation goals have fallen short for a decade. One major reason why was that monetary policy was too tight, leading to an overly high Australian dollar. In reference to the Bloomberg comments, he then says, this is the wrong way to think about it. The RBA will not take comfort from a failed past. An Australian dollar above 80 cents today bears no relation to it doing so in 2011 or 2012. High commodity prices typically lift Australian activity via three channels. Higher wages from investment, lower taxes from bigger budget deficits and stock market gains. All three were going gangbusters in 2011-2012 and only the last is intact now. The mining investment boom is bust and not coming back, so there's no transmission to wages and to demand. Here's a chart here showing actual capital expenditures by industry. In 2011-2012, tax rates were much lower. Today they are rising with further fiscal consolidation ahead. This here via Minac and Associates. For this chart, income tax is a share of primary household income. This goes all the way back to 1970, up to today. The stock market returns are still looking good, but the growth over a decade is pretty lousy. And it was always the smallest of the three channels. 
is that chart there from investing.com. As well as in 2010, 2011, the RBA had numerous drivers running in the economy with house prices also hot. Today, that's all that it has. It has macro prudential policy tools today that it did not have in 2011, 2012. So it will be very comfortable that it can tighten on that sector without rate hikes if need be. Finally, in 2011, 12, Australia was still hell bent on selling everything not tied down to developing China. Today, we confront some degree of decoupling from the Chinese economy, including very probably the international student trade, which played a key role in delivering growth after 2011-12. 80 cents is the killer point for that sector's competitiveness worldwide. Here's that total international student enrollments zooming up chart, but we know we've had a pullback since COVID. In short, the RBA will be very unhappy with the Australian dollar above 80 cents, regardless of the high terms of trade. The bank has renovated its reaction function for all of the above reasons, and it will be triggered if it needs be. There's still oodles of scope for the RBA to expand on quantitative easing. There's a couple of charts here showing UBS still expect the RBA's balance sheet to expand further to negative 27% by GDP, end of 21. And the next figure for figure five, UBS still expect the RBA to hold the cash rate and three-year bond yields target at 0.1% until beyond 2022. In short, regardless of high terms of trade, the Australian dollar above 80 cents will smash Australian inflation and the RBA won't get angry with AUD bulls. It will get even. We wrote about the inevitable continuation of QE in Australia recently here. We agree with Llewellyn Smith's points that the rising AUD will only add pressure for more and more QE locally as we compete with all that QE coming from the Fed, ECB, BOJ, BOE, and of course China's PBOC and various other state-sponsored credit levers at their disposal. That QE means pressure on lowering the AUD and consequently increasing the price of bullion in terms of local terms. More debasement of that same currency in real terms and the inevitable turn to inflation, possibly uncontrolled as a result. Make no mistake, quantitative easing is alive and well in Australia and looking likely to only continue and expand. Well, that's news for today. Remember ainsleybullion.com.au for all things physical bullion. Gold, silver, platinum, ainsleywealth.com.au for all things cryptocurrency and goldsilverstandard.com for our own cryptocurrency built and backed by real gold and real silver. Enjoy Thursday and we'll catch you tomorrow for more news.